Hello, well, this is Blonde-Haired Girl. I just woke up in the middle of the night with some bizarro thoughts and thought I would like to talk about them. <laughs> and I feel like some of you must like listening to them or you wouldn't continue. So here it goes. All right, so like some weird things came across my screen. Um, my feed came into my feed over the weekend, I I have watched Bill Maher. Uh, oh my God, what is that show called? Real Time with Bill Maher. I think I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that's what his show is called. I have been watching that for. I used to actually get HBO so I could watch that show. I like him. Not everything he says do I resonate with. Uh, sometimes he he's crude and he's a little bit too over the top about his subject for me, frankly. Uh, but as an overall, I think that he has some very interesting ideas about things. And, and so I like the guy. And he's funny. I think he's funny. Although I will... I will say, I think that sometimes he takes things a little bit too far. Uh, and, and, um, and I wasn't happy with him sometimes with some of his guests. <laughs> some of the people that he chose to have on his show, like, really upset me. Like, I, I feel like when you give a person a platform, uh, like for somebody who is blatantly racist or blatantly something I and you give them a platform you give them a sounding board I I just don't know if that's the best policy honestly um I don't know I, I need to be quiet about that but I haven't always been happy about his guests but he was saying something the other day that he was saying that there's there's a group in in California are trying to take the sex of the baby off of a baby's birth certificate and you know I, I and, then he, and then he had you know his document his what he has to say about that he always has something to say about that kind of like me <laughs> um, and um I thought I kind of agreed to some extent what he was saying about it. I mean, as a parent, the sex of my baby, like, was kind of, kind of important to me. Like, um, by the time my third child came along, I didn't really care. And I had one of each. I was very lucky. I, I, and I had amazing babies. I didn't have a hermaphrodite. I didn't have a child born with same sex. I mean, both sex organs, which happens sometimes. Um, and I want to say that when my children were little, there was starting to be this push against, against the idea of like raising your child in really, really strong gender roles. So like, you know, pink and, and blue and just, and then, like, 
shoving guns and trucks in front of boys and Barbies and Disney in front of girls. And so, you know, I, I was just kind of one of these parents where I didn't really care. Like, whatever, you know, my child in the, the aisles. And you could say that I was just a product of marketing. Uh, on top of it all, my children were. You could say my children were a part of product of, of marketing. But when they were little, they're, they're, I don't know that their toys were horribly um, sexist, you know, like one sex or the other. I mean, bought xylophones and, you know, blocks and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, but what I noticed about my children was they were just drawn to certain things, like naturally, like my, my little girl was really girly from like a young age. I mean, she loved and could like sing all the Disney princess songs, you know, I mean, she was into all things girl. And then my sons, both of them were just, (laughs) I don't know, they were making swords and, you know, pretending that a that a stick was a gun from, I don't even know how young. So I started to have, because I didn't, I wasn't one of these diehard gun people. Although, although my first two children, their dad was a gun enthusiast for, for sure. But my second husband, he didn't, he, he wasn't like necessarily a gun enthusiast. It wasn't like he had lock up the gun when I was with him. But, um, and I didn't think that was a big deal when I was dating. I really didn't. I, I, and I'm morphing this into something else. So let me just get back to the original subject. So I didn't feel like I, I was necessarily like, <laughs> and I had this friend, like she was my best friend and I noticed she had like dolls for her son. She had two boys and she had dolls for them and she'd make diapers for these dolls and clothes and she had doll houses for them and uh which was like really different to me. I'd never quite seen anything like that, but um yeah. So so and and the sex i mean it's like they're they 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 kind of are like different um in a way i i think boys and girls like like and i don't know it could be just my expectation of them i don't know i just i just noticed that they're just kind of different raising them um <laughs> You know, and I and I had preconceived notions I about, and I have to say I didn't think that my sons were harder to raise than my daughter. It could just be my kids. I don't know. Um, but it's it's something that that was part of parenthood and part of our life. Like when we were born we like identified as male and female. Like it's just kind of part of who we were. 
Okay, and there wasn't this push toward, and and I've seen the, the this shift throughout the years in my life, where when I was young, I mean, there 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 may have been gay people, bi people all around me, but I wouldn't have known. I mean, people just didn't talk about their sexuality back then the way they do today, and and I just. I can't remember a time in my life where I actually thought or actually cared about somebody's sexuality. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't care, really. Um, if somebody was gay, I don't, like, it, it didn't change my feeling about them. I don't remember it ever in my life changing my feeling about them. And so... And so, and it wouldn't have like necessarily mattered to me if my if my children were gay. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have changed my feeling about them at all. So, <laughs> and so, <laughs> okay. So fast forward to to, like currently, this push. In our country, and I'm not sure if it's all over the world. I, I feel like in some ways, other countries are much more mature than we are. Uh, in the sense that I don't hear them ranting and raving about all of the stuff that we rant and rave about. Like, it's like, I'm sitting here, you know, I have the thought, you know, I mean, people are dying in Iran for rights, um, for gender rights, well, and I mean both both sides, men and women, children, they're being slaughtered over there, um, for their rights, rights to even be a feel, a full human being in that country. And so, so like, and we're over here, these little, you know, like we don't, we're fighting to not have the sex put on a birth certificate so my daughter and I were at a book um, convention last year and we and we were looking at there was this person and I thought it was like I don't know maybe a grandma and 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 a child but I could not tell the sex of that child to save my life I had no idea there was absolutely nothing to distinguish whether this child was a male or female. And, and I didn't, it didn't, it was like a, it was like a weird experience for me. And not that it like necessarily, like people who are androgynous, I don't have any problem with androgyny. I really don't. You know, somebody who's like really balanced between their male and female energy. Um, but this was, this felt like something different to me. And, and, and I just see this push toward, toward androgyny. And, and doing away with the concept of male and female. I mean, going so far as to not 
identify a gender based on sexual characteristics of a baby, which is like, like in some ways, like from my generation, it's just like the weirdest thing because like, like we do, we have like these big gender reveals and we get excited about, you know, and, and I, 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 I can say that I, my first child ended up being a boy and I, I had no idea what to do with boys. I just got to tell you, I grew up with three sisters. I had a dad, but we even had female dogs. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do with a boy. <laughs> I really didn't. I, I, I mean, but then I, I fell in love with that child the second I saw him. I didn't treat him any different being a boy, and I figured it out. I just did. And my boys were like, my children have just been like some of the greatest joys of my life, frankly. And, and so like, I can kind of understand, you know, when a parent is like deeply, deeply unhappy about the sex of a child or like in China where they, where they abort baby girls and they limit birth and like, I don't know. I, I just I just wonder what the heck is the motivation to go to a genderless society? I mean, I just I'm just asking the question. I, I don't under I don't I don't know what the motivating factor is and I don't know what the what the push I don't know what what are they trying to accomplish by that? Uh, everybody walking around with, you know, with no distinguishing features of male and female. Like, like, you know, and if you look at other species, like there are some species that I'm not really sure I could tell whether they're a male and female, but like in the duck, in the duck family, you certainly can. Like in the other species, you can tell the difference between a male and a female based on, on presentation. And so in, in, and I don't know that you could actually tell the sex of a baby by anything but their sex organs. <laughs> And I'm not and I'm not even arguing anti-trans. I think that it could be a possibility for sure where you grow up and you feel like you're the wrong sex. I have no I ha, this is not in any way any kind of bigotry against against that. It's just it's just I think about these things and I wonder about these things. Like what's going on to that extreme? And then then there was this other thing that came across my my feed that I was I was just wondering about. I so I guess a school board in either North or South Carolina, I really don't know. Um Berkeley, something Berkeley in one of the Carolinas, either North or South Carolina, I don't I I don't know. Um they had this this 
they voted in a school board. And as soon as they voted the school board in, these people like fired people and harassed people. Like they harassed the superintendent to resign. Um, and he was gay. This guy was gay and his, his husband had passed away and they, and he was, I think he may have been black, but I'm not sure. Maybe he wasn't, but there, there was somebody who was black in, in this whole thing that they, they fired them. And to, and all of this was, was to push an agenda. Um, and I'm, t- there was something about freedom of, uh, f- uh Women of freedom, or I, I can't remember, but it's some kind of Christian group. It seems Christian, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, where, and I think I always think it's it's super interesting to put freedom with these people because they are pushing their. They're taking away other people's freedom, freedoms away when they are pushing their own. They want their own freedom. They want their own, the freedom for their religion or their point of view to be the point of view that everybody has to live with. And so they're, they're trying to get rid of um, any kind of race education or you know, rewrite history to make it look like differently than what it was. Although I'm not sure, you know, when I was, when I was a kid, here's this, the damn truth. I, I obviously learned how to read or write or else I couldn't read and write. I I learned a, a bit of math. I mean, I know I took algebra in college, but, but I my focus was on other things and I really hated school when I was a kid. I didn't start liking school until college. I hated it. I did not like school and I, and I don't remember learning about history. I mean, I think I vaguely learned a little bit about the Revolutionary War, and, and, and what I learned was just, you know, completely, completely like toward the United States government being really good guys, okay? I mean, that's that's what I learned, but then I don't know at what age I figured it out, and I and I have had a general distrust of my government since. Like, I don't trust, I don't trust the government. I don't trust them on either side. I don't trust Republicans and I don't trust Democrats. But I will tell you, I trust Democrats a whole heck of a lot more than I do Republicans. But that doesn't mean I trust either side. I don't know. And I don't know. I mean, I just, I just don't. I don't trust them. And so, and I, and I'm, and I'm leery about people who do. I'm like, I don't understand how anybody could just trust their government. Um, and so, 
Okay, so this this was like really weird because it's like, what do I care? What do I care about what's going on in North or South Carolina in this town, Berkeley, whatever? Why do I even care about that? Why am I interested in that? Well, the weird thing is, is that in in the area that I live in, the midterm elections were very strange this year. And it could be that I was paying more attention. Um, they sent me my voting record recently, uh, which I think is weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know that they sent me exactly who I voted for, but um, they said when I voted. And I voted in the midterms last year, last time as well. But... I'm not usually one to like really pay that much attention to midterm elections, but I was very interested in the midterm elections in Arizona this this election. And and in the town I live in, there were all of these these signs for the school board, which like generally speaking, like you know, and I was like really confused because I, I saw that there was this grouping of three and then a different grouping of three. And I was sitting there and I didn't know which grouping of three to vote for. I really didn't. And I didn't know the significance of it. So this is like so weird that I'm hearing, you know, like school boards can make a very big difference in a town for the students and and what they are and they aren't going to learn apparently and who's going to be the superintendent and 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 such and so so and as time went on I, something clicked and I said okay I got to vote for that person and I I actually don't know who won nobody has been like necessarily talking about it in the town I live in, um, but, but I did see a sign saying, keep politics out of, out of, I guess it, I don't know, I don't know what the last word was on that phrase, and I ended up voting for, and, and one of, of the six, I knew, I knew this person, but I, I honestly didn't know them well enough to know what side of the aisle they would be on, but I ultimately did vote for him and sincerely hope that he that he and other these three these three won this little election. So what I'm concerned about or what what has got me, you know, like even talking about this is pushing agendas on to children, you know, and, and pushing an ideology. I I know that people are really big on this, you know, especially we learn this from the pulpit, like making sure that our children are properly indoctrinated at a very, very young age and whatever ideology. But I chose not to do that with my children. I, I chose not, I mean, along with the gender stuff, I, you know, I chose to not indoctrinate my children in, in 
a certain slant on, I guess, history or a preferred reality. I mean, I don't know. I, I just didn't. And so, and in some ways that has been a little bit hard because they haven't, you know, because they didn't have anything except for my example, which has been a huge thing for them. Uh, so they didn't have anything except my example and what I did, the way I lived my life, that I was honest. They could tell. They could tell that I was honest. They could tell that I was predictable. They could tell that I loved them. And that, that love was a motivating factor in my life. So I, I gave them a blueprint for, I believe, a better way to live and not forcing my own ideology onto them. You will grow up and you will be a little whatever. I mean, I mean, I could say I didn't raise them to be little liberals either. I didn't. I raised them to figure it out for themselves. That's what I did. I trusted them to figure it out. I don't know if I did the right thing or not, but I'm just saying. Because I I really, I think the hardest thing for me personally in in these trends in the United States that I've been seeing for a while, but, but I've really been seeing it in the last like six years. And there was something about the election of Barack Obama that really bothered people. And it felt like it, it just, it just, this level of hatred toward him that I had never experienced. Like, I've never experienced the hatred for a president. Like, even if we didn't agree, we didn't, we didn't do the things that have been done. Like, there started to be, like, the Tea Party at that time. And, like, there was a person who bit off another person's finger. Like people were starting to get kind of violent against each other. And, and, and this other thing, okay. And I could be wrong on all of this. This is just things that I learned. I'm just going to talk about things that I learned that I believe are true. But there was, there was also during this time, a push toward homeschooling. And so what ended up happening with these homeschooling groups is that they started to kind of kind of be have all of this free labor in in getting a lot of people registered these moms registered as republicans you know that they that they wouldn't before have gotten necessarily gotten like them involved in the Republican Party. And so there was this push toward family values, supposedly family values. And 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 the and the um the Republican Party kind of being the poster for quote unquote family values. It's like 
I don't know if they've like really been paying attention to what some Republicans are doing. You know, I mean, they were trying to get rid of like lunches for children who identified as gay. Like they they were it became that y- you were going to lose your 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 any kind of of I don't know how to word this like benefits from a morality standpoint. So your morality became very important to the Republican Party. So if you were gay, you were lesbian, you were trans, you were anybody who was like out of the out of their belief system, they they were going to oust you from these programs. So you can tell that I'm, 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 you know, and so I think, and it seemed as though, and and I, that Donald Trump was a useful tool for, for the Republican party to enlist all these people on this moral high ground, on this moral just mor- the morality. I mean, they call them the morality police in Iran, and we kind of have the morality piece, but morality police here in the U.S. Like not as not. I mean, it hasn't gotten as bad as there, but it's like a it's like a slippery slope. And so I think this is the part of of what is happening in politics in the, in the United States that has been like personally very, very challenging for me is the fervor with which they, as in, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm totally stereotyping, but Republicans are willing to push their beliefs and their quote unquote freedoms Onto me. You know, I had I had talked about recently in a I think in a YouTube, I'm not sure that I that I talked about it in a in a podcast, but I was I was walking along before the midterms. I live in a very, very conservative town. That's not to say that there aren't people here that are like me, because there are, but the town I live in is very, very conservative. And I mean, this whole region, um, because you've got, I live in Yavapai County, which is north of Maricopa County, which is north of like, like, it's like right smack between Coconino, which is like Flagstaff and, and Maricopa, which is like Phoenix and the surrounding area. And so and it's pretty rural. Like there's nothing urban. There's no urban here. It's all rural. <laughs> pretty much. And so, and these communities are incredibly, you know, I mean, I, I would see, I would see, because I was working in, 
in a nearby town, Cottonwood. So I was working in Cottonwood quite a bit, and I would see these signs that that would have, like, Trump with a machine gun. And, and Trump with, uh, and just, like, F Biden. And... Okay, and and I think, and I'm just going to say that I think that they want me to stereotype them. They are making no bones about this is what I believe. And I believe in God, guns, and I'm not sure what the third thing is. Gods and guns, you know. I mean, God and guns, Jesus and guns, and, and this, and this, and this ideology that, that is extremely problematic for me. And so for, for years now, this has been just like very, very blatant that these people, they're driving around in, in trucks and in their flatbed truck they have not one but two flags some of them some of them have confederate flags some of them have confederate flags like flying around which is a huge symbol for me personally that of being a racist and I'm not sure if that's true or not maybe they're not racist but it kind of seems like they're racist if they have a confederate flag like to me a confederate flag looks like I'm with the Confederacy, which I want to succeed the Union because I want the freedom to own slaves. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be seeing this totally incorrectly. But, and so in the town I live in, there, there's been oftentimes, like, if you guys remember, I had gone out with a friend of mine to a neighboring town. We were going to a, a vineyard. And she had she had just bought this like really beautiful BMW. And we're driving in this town and there is this like all of these pickup trucks with these with these flags. And she has the window rolled down and she is screaming at them and flipping them off and yelling and I'm I am just sitting there and I'm like I mean they have guns. They have guns in on the rack, like in their truck. Guns, guns, and lots of guns. I mean, like, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, can you please, I would like to live another day. Please do not scream out the window at these people. Because it kind of seems to me like they really would like to kill someone. I mean, it kind of seems like that. I mean, I could be wrong, but <laughs> I just get the impression that they were like nothing more than to kill someone. <laughs> and so, okay, so I'm walking along the other day. I'm walking along. It was like it was like the weekend before the before the elections in the town I live in. And all of a sudden, I just hear these like these these horns like like it was like a, a, I don't know, a fire truck horn or like it, but it was like a, it was a, like on a diesel, like, you know, the big trucks. 
And, and so, and I'm trying not to pay attention, but you know, the next thing I know, they are like right beside me. One Optimus Prime in front of the next. This whole line of, of diesel trucks with no, nothing, just the front part of the truck. And all of these American flags just honking all the way around the square. And I'm, I'm, I'm just dumbfounded. I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't even like your normal truck. This was like, and it was such, it was such a, like a perfect example of, of, making everyone know exactly what what they believe in and and it's like and i just like do they what what exactly do they believe in like do they even know exactly what they believe in and i guess they could tell me um but a lot of times i see i see these other these other where they're actually asking Republicans like what they what they actually believe or what they actually think is happening. And I'm going to give you an example. I used to be friends with this guy. He was like he was actually the the tattoo artist that did the tattoos on my on my hand. He was my neighbor. And he told me once that he was like, yeah, Michelle Obama is a dude. Michelle Obama is a man, is a trans man. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, Michelle Obama is a man. She, he, he like emphatically believed that. He believed it. It was put out there. I mean, the cruelty of it all, like it was put out there that she, that she was a man and there were people who believed that. They believe that he wasn't a Christian, that he was a Muslim, that he wasn't born in the U.S. They believe all of this stuff that had been said about Barack Obama and then about his wife. They believe all of that. And <laughs> and I don't know. You know, I got to tell you, I, I, I never you know, questioned whether, <clears throat> and I can't really rem- remember her name right this minute, Laura Bush, like, did I ever, like, question if Laura Bush was a female with, when, when George Bush was in office? Like, did I ever, you know, and I wasn't crazy about him being elected in the first place, but, like, in the second place, I was very disappointed. Like, I didn't, I, I was very disappointed he was reelected, but you didn't see me going and getting, you know, any kind of identifier anywhere as to what I believe. Like if if you look at my car, you would have no idea whether I was a Republican or a Democrat. If you I think people would presume maybe that I'm a I'm a Democrat. I don't know. I don't know what they think. And and here's the thing. It's like so I aim to not, not upset people with my beliefs. 
I aim to not upset people with their, my beliefs. It's, it's not worth the fight for me. But they are exactly the opposite. They are, are in the fight to push their ideology and make it the law of the land. And to what end? Like, do they really, do they really know exactly what they are fighting for? Like, I keep hearing, and I don't even know if this is true, but I keep hearing that the Republican Party, some members of the Republican Party are really trying to get rid of Social Security. There are people who have been, been every single paycheck, money gets taken out of the paycheck to go to Social Security. That's our money that we've already put in. They're giving us back our money after retirement that we've put in all of these years. And now they are trying to take, they're trying to get rid of it. And they call it, they they try to call it an entitlement program. And it's not an entitlement program. It's not entitlement. And, And these are the people that are the most entitled people anywhere. Like, I could be wrong on this, but I think it's the guy who is the loudest about getting rid of of Social Security and the Republican Party right now, he stole a whole bunch of money from his state. I think it was like an election fund or something, and he stole it. He's he, And then now, he's he, I mean, these people are the most corrupt. Like, they want to talk about the corruption of the Democratic Party. I mean, look at... Everybody's got corruption going on. I mean, just name your corruption. (laughs) But anyway. So a lot of times when I'm looking at these things, I'm like, I'm like trying to figure out to what ends. To what ends. And I, and I'm, and I'm not sure what the motivating factor is sometimes, you know, and so I'm getting back to my original subject, like what is the motivating factor of having a genderless society? Why are they pushing this? Because a lot of the time, it's not for the reason that we think it is. It's not, it's not, it's not the reason that they're trying to make us less transphobic or less sexist, or, you know what I mean? Like, there's something else going on with that that I, that I haven't figured out. Um, but it seems extreme to me to, to go as far as to, that you would take off the, the, the sex of a child off of their birth certificate and have everything just be, I don't know, in some ways, just boring. <laughs> I mean, I might be one that would like be admitting that, that there has been in my life an issue with this where 
being a female and feeling as though, as though, um, I'm not quite whole or not quite right without a man in my life. Um, it really has been a de- de- a, a problem for me. Like it hasn't been always a really comfortable place to be is to be a female and and on my own in this world. But but would I go so far like but I will say on the on the opposite end I have enjoyed being female. Like I like being female. I like girly things. And so I enjoy that. I enjoyed being a mom. Like I, there was no part of my, of what I've done in my life generally that has meant more to me that I feel like I've, that I did as good a job as being a parent. Like I enjoy my children thoroughly. Um, and, and I enjoy being a female. But I, but, and I'm talking like both sides, which I, I tend to do. But anyway, I'm really rambling badly, so I'm going to go. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I appreciate you listening, and I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap. <laughs>